0: Welcome to Frankly Speaking with Mayor B. I'm Frank Pezenite III. And I am Meredith Broadbeck. And join us as we continue with our series, The Hills Have Size, where we revisit the MTV classic series, The Hills. Today we're going to be discussing season three, episode nine, What Happens in Vegas, Ellipsis. Yeah. <laughs> Does it stay in Vegas? Is that what happens? No. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: And we, but before we start that, we do have a little bit of like house cleaning and things to take care of. Do you have any house cleaning on your end?
1: So I just wanted to thank, we got a few new reviews from Friends of the Podcast. So to our good friends who took the time to write these glowing paragraphs on iTunes, we really appreciate it. And we now have enough star ratings that it actually shows a number next to our star ratings, which is very exciting for us. We
0: were very excited.
1: So thank you to all of you who have done that, and to those of you who haven't, please take a few moments to do it. We'll appreciate it, and you'll get a shout-out.
0: And a specific shout-out is going out to Breakfast Max for the lovely review, and I would also like to congratulate you, Max, because you are right now in Rio at the Olympics, because your student and old... well, I guess she's just your student, not your old person you coach. Um, Helen Marulis, which I'm probably saying incorrectly, won gold medal in women's wrestling for USA. So congratulations to her. Congratulations to you, Max. That is so awesome. And we here, frankly speaking, are incredibly proud of you.
1: I'm a huge Olympic nerd, so I'm incredibly proud. It's I did super miss, awesome. I did miss my Bravo shows that one week they were forced to air tennis, but I love the Olympics and I've been DVRing pretty much all of it.
0: Yeah, I am not a huge fan of the Olympics, but I am a huge fan of, <laughs> of the USA medals. and gold medals and Max. So It's awesome. I guess this means we're officially an Olympic endorsed podcast. Yes. Yes. I I would agree. Amazed. Yes. All right. So let's dive in. Okay. Yes. Let's um, get to
1: it. So I don't have much to say about the recap of the previous episodes. You know, Lauren says. That Heidi has lost Elodie as a friend because she got, you know, the promotion at Bolthouse and lost Elodie in the process. She met Jason's fiance after they had reconnected, and now she kind of wasn't interested in rekindling that or whatever she says. And um, there's no better way to kind of move on and celebrate them with Brody's birthday.
0: Um, literally, all that was going on in my brain while this was airing was Vegas and Brody, Vegas and Brody, Vegas and Brody. So yeah, I wasn't really paying much exactly.
1: attention. Exactly. Yep. I heard Vegas, I heard Brody, and I was good to go. Um, so then the episode starts, and Audrina and Lauren are in their apartment with their suitcases, like ra- waiting for their car to be picked up for the airport, I guess.
0: And they're chatting about Vegas, and I mean, it's just kind of an innocuous normal like, we're going to Vegas, Justin Bobby is coming, oh, he's going to meet us at the airport. The only thing that stood out to me at this is at the very end, there was this weird kind of canned part where Lauren goes, should be interesting, but it seemed, it was strange, right? There was something weird about it. There
1: was a good amount of just like dubbed like one-liners in this episode. Yeah. Um, They also, they make a point of highlighting that Justin Bobby will be meeting the girls at the airport and Lauren asks if that's weird that he is going to be the only guy kind of traveling with them to Vegas and Audrina says, no, he'll be with me. Um, even if my husband was with me and like five of my girlfriends, I don't know that he, he would do it, but I don't know that he'd love it.
0: Well, but I, the, I don't understand what was weird because it's not like he was going to be the only guy on the trip. He was going to be the only guy on the fucking plane. The ride is an hour. Like why? That's like, a, do you feel weird when you're the only guy on the Metro? Like, I,
1: no, but like, I don't, maybe because of the limo ride and the Cadillac. I don't, I don't know. I don't know.
0: I and mean, I feel like, 15- my my
1: husband can burn out on girl talk pretty fast sometimes, so. Maybe that's what Lauren was asking for.
0: Maybe. But I mean, even like on a plane, you're yeah, he next also, to the, he'll be next to Adrena. I don't know. Just he would weird. fall
1: asleep before we even took off and wouldn't notice anything anyway. Um, so Lauren is wearing the Alexander Wang skull scarf wrapped in her hair. It looks cute. Yeah. She's wearing a really cute dress. I would say it's a little casual just for the airport and a flight. And like, who isn't cold on a plane? It's, it's not a lot of dress for a flight, but it's kind of like a cute navy sundress, no bra, kind of like a deep V with thin straps. She looks very cute. but yeah, I, I thought she looked cute. I didn't find it plain appropriate, but very cute nonetheless. Um, so then we are at Heidi and Spencer's apartment, and I really want to come up with a name for their apartment that just implies how boring they are. Every scene with them is just like a snooze.
0: It really is, but um, I am, I'm I'm going to wait to say what I have to say until you're swallowed, because I don't want you to like, spit take <laughs> everywhere. Um, I thought Spencer looked incredibly hot.
1: <sighs>
0: like his hair and beard are on point. Like he was, he was looking good in this episode. M-
1: my note says Spencer facial hair ick.
0: <laughs> Loved it. Oh. Loved every minute of it. <laughs> Want to rub it on my taint.
1: Oh, no. You
0: took it there. I always take it there. Oh, God. Um, but what we did learn from the boring conversation is that they're having their one-year anniversary.
1: Yep. They're going for a spa day and then dinner at Don Antonio's. Something new for them. Although they just
0: say at our favorite restaurant, which yeah. we know is Don Antonio's.
1: Yeah. Well...
0: They allude to it.
1: Yeah. Um. So then... <laughs> Heidi drops, you know, to kind of recall the previous episode, she says like, have you told your, he said some, does he bring up his parents or she brings it up
0: just out of nowhere? I think she brings it up, but I don't even pay attention anymore. I think it's it's just like, it's
1: super boring. I think it's just a passive aggressive girl move and he's saying how excited he is to go out to dinner and she's like, have you told your parents we're getting married? Like she's just still mad about it and she's jibing, which whatever.
0: You know, I I almost feel like this is her version of the girl who keeps bugging her husband to get married I mean her boyfriend to get married like when are we getting married when are we getting... and because they're already engaged she can't do that so now it's like when are you gonna tell your parents when are you telling her it's it's annoying and dumb
1: yeah well I wasn't one of those so I don't I don't have much to say about it, it.
0: kind of reminds me of the same thing that Katie from the houses of the Potomac was doing to that guy she's now no longer with where the whole season we just heard her like bugging him to get engaged to her.
1: yeah I know
0: Annoying and dumb.
1: Where you have three young children. You're lucky to have a guy. Like I know. that's That's a tough sell. Yeah. Anyway. Well, didn't pan out. <laughs> yeah. Um, so she asks Spencer again if he's told his parents that they're getting married. And he said, no, I was just going to tell them after the wedding. And she's like, no, that's not how it works. And he was like, I mean what does it matter? Like, who wouldn't want you as a daughter-in-law? Like, I appreciate his nice save there. Like, of course they're going to love you. Who cares if we're married or not? I was like, Ooh, Spencer, that's almost clever.
0: Good call. Good call.
1: Yeah. No, but I did not enjoy his facial hair. I'm glad someone did, but I I did. Okay. Moving on. (laughs) So now we are at LAX and we are arriving for the flight to Las Vegas. Yeah. And (laughs) Lauren is like already feisty. And I, I love a, a feisty Lauren Conrad. We can hear from inside the Escalade that they are rolling up in. We see Justin Bobby, the original hipster, sitting outside the airport. He is wearing a Louis Vuitton or a making fun of Louis Vuitton shirt. I couldn't tell if it was real or kind of like the anti
0: Louis Vuitton shirt. Oh, it was the anti Louis Vuitton yeah. shirt. Yeah, it, it sure. was
1: like a screen printed Louis Vuitton print, but then it had some message kind of like over part of it. So I assumed yeah. it was anti. Um, some kind of like capri pants like yeah <laughs> they were just past his knee but mm-hmm. they were they were they were hip you know yeah. um high top vans yeah. and a bright red ski cap like he's in the life aquatic
0: <laughs> yeah well and the like the really like long kind yes. that looks like the tip of a condom
1: yes yeah. like it could pull all the way down to his collarbone if yeah. he wanted to mm-hmm. yep and he has a guitar sitting next to his Luggage, Avi. Yeah. And Lauren said, oh, my God, he brought a guitar. Audrina, is he going to sing to you? And Audrina says, he always does. Okay. So, um, so romantic, yeah. I guess. Um, so then there, Lauren is with Lo and her friend um, Jill, who they call Jilly. And I think that's what her nameplate says. Maybe it says Jill. I didn't
0: pick it. I think it did say Jilly. Yeah. I think it did say Jilly.
1: I mean, that's what she goes by professionally, I think, in her DJ career or whatever. DJ Um, Jilly Jill, Jilly Hendrix. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, So they say hi to Justin. And the whole plot of this episode is that Justin just, like, won't respond to them. He really doesn't enjoy their company. So buckle in. You're going to hear it five more times. Yep. Um, And they're like, well, I guess he's still mad at us, you know, for calling him Justin Bobby. So then once they're inside at the ticketing and, like, bag check area, (laughs) Lo says, Justin, are you going to serenade us? And Jilly chimes in and goes, no. I already asked him.
0: (laughs) Um, Well, you missed my favorite part, was before they go inside, when Audrina first walks up to Justin Bobby, there's an old man in the background. Yes. Well, I was letting you discuss the old man. Basically channeling Elodie. And is giving Audrina and Justin Bobby the biggest stink face, side eye, like, scowl. It's hilarious. And the weird thing is, he's apparently an old man ghost, because, like, in the close-up <laughs> scenes, he's there, and then the camera pans back, and then there's no old man to be seen, and then all of a sudden, the old man appears again behind them. He's an old man ghost.
1: Yeah. Well, and it's also very obvious that he looks Audrina from head to toe. Oh, yeah. And then is kind of like, ah. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so like, you can
0: see. <laughs> if we were there, we probably would have heard him go, Ugh. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so then, the gang arrives at the Palms. Ugh. Oh. You love it. Love it. I've never been. Been to Vegas, not to the Palms. You should kill
0: yourself. It is amazing. (laughs)
1: Thanks. (laughs) I've only been once.
0: You've only been to Vegas once? Yeah. We need to remedy that immediately. I don't
1: know if I could ever keep up with you in
0: Vegas. It's hard. Yeah. It's hard. I'm one of the few people I know that, like, don't like to go for the weekend. I like to go for a week. Oh, my God. Like, a weekend no. is not enough for me. I
1: went for a long weekend, and I could have left after, like, 36 hours, probably. Oh, no.
0: I get real cranky if I have to be there for less than five days.
1: <laughs> okay. Um, anyway, we arrive at the Palms via a stretch limo, and, surprisingly, Justin and Andrina are holding hands when they
0: get out of the limo. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I'm surprised. That's I, almost I, a romantic yeah. gesture. Me, too. Well, I mean, I do think they were friends. I mean, they were friends, yeah. so... Yeah. There was a lot of fake romance with, among friends this <laughs> episode. No, it's true. Justin
1: and Bobby are, and Audrina are really, like, paving the way. <laughs> but still, I was surprised, nonetheless, that they're even faking it that accurately. In
0: fact, the episode should be called What Happens in Vegas is Completely Fake and Actually Just Between Friends. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and also really out of order. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, then they go up to Brody's suite. Yes. And they are about to surprise him.
0: Well, and before that, we get a little chit-chat with Brody and Frankie and your new boyfriend, Taylor.
1: My new boyfriend, Taylor. You guys know I have a thing for
0: blondes. Yes.
1: Taylor becomes kind of part of the, like, I'm not even going to call him B-list cast. He's, like, C-list. He comes back in later seasons He's just like a handsome blonde fellow with some nice like lumber sexual facial hair, which normally I'm into, but not on Spencer. (laughs) Spencer does nothing for me. We've been over this. I can't discuss it any further, but Taylor does.
0: My favorite little takeaway from their little couple second chit chat, which there was not much of, is that there's a knock at the door and Frankie starts taking money out of his wallet and Brody's like no 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 man no 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 you're not paying for room service You, that's not how you pay for fucking room service yeah. it's charged to your room yeah. all you do is sign the thing that's how you tip too that's the best part like,
1: that's I, why everyone gets in trouble ordering too that, much room that service that
0: was the fakeest like no, no 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 let me get this ever I'm like whatever Frankie that's dumb yeah Um. so
1: what was Justin doing before I knocked on the
0: door cocaine <laughs> I noticed it, and I'm rewound to Big Meredith Watch. And Justin, 4,000% was doing cocaine, like, in the corner by the door.
1: Or he has the itchiest nose. In the world. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's pretty good. Um, What I'm amazed by, so... Well, to digress. Brody answers the door, and of course it's Lauren and Lowe and Jilly and Audrina and Justin Bobby, and they're all, like, so excited. Like, oh, the girls are in the house! And he has
0: this massive suite that was apparently just for him and his two buddies. Well, also, sidebar, um, it, at the Palms, the, another reason this is super duper fake is that you can't get to your floor. It's, like, a key thing, like, even in the elevator. Like, they would not be able to go surprise him. They're all staying I'm, in that suite. Well, of course they are. Yes. It's massive. But I mean, it's just silly to be like, oh, we don't know you're here. Like, it's dumb.
1: Yeah. Well, and so the other thing is that, and I'm not a a male, I don't know, but if I went to Vegas for the weekend for my birthday with my homeboys, would I be that excited that a bunch of my chick friends showed up?
0: Yeah. I mean, because they were truly friends. Like, I think... Like, I a lot of my friends... Like, when I go to Vegas, like, I've gone with a big uh, mixed group of guys, so straight guys and girls, and, like, everyone had a great time. People did hook up. Like, it... Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think it has to be, like... It, it's not like Vanderpump Rules, where it has to just be the boys. <laughs> okay. Okay. Because they did... I mean, think about it. Like, they... They're on in the L.A. party scene, so they're already doing the same things together in L.A. and hooking up and with people. Like, this is just... I was just thinking moved. that
1: Brody went to Vegas to, like, get wild and get laid, and then in comes this girl that he, like, kind of hooks up with sometimes, but she's high-maintenance, and by that I mean Lauren. Um, well, we know they don't actually hook up
0: ever, and, um, <laughs> he hooks up with other girls around her all the time, so not a problem. Okay. I mean, I think Lauren, basically, at the time, was his wing woman. Yeah. They do, they seem much more... And far, I think he was their wingman. Like, I think they would probably go out together and, like, he introduced her to guys, she introduced him to girls. Like, yeah, that's probably So true. I think that was probably great for him for Vegas.
1: All right. Point taken. Um, so then the gang is very excited to all hang out, which is, it's very sweet and it yeah. seems real. It kind of, it's a little bit of Shots of Sunset, which I love. Like, yeah. their friendships actually seem genuine for once. Um, and they all rally around the bar in this massive suite to take a shot because they're in Vegas and they're getting crazy. And Justin Bobby takes it early. Yep. He doesn't cheers anyone, he just whoops it down, and everybody's kind of like, what the fuck, man?
0: I agree. I don't think that's cool. I think that's bad luck, too. Um, it is bad luck. Yeah. And he's Justin Bobby, and he'll do what he wants. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, I'm pretty bad about it, too.
1: <laughs> it was just funny that it was a massive group, and Justin just didn't care. Like, you can basically see him turn the other way, and,
0: yeah. Well, I mean... Maybe Erica Jane based her song on him because how many fucks does he give? Zero, Zero. none, not one.
1: Yeah, he's being a hater from the get-go. Hardcore.
0: Yeah, yeah. I they, mean, forced, guns blazing.
1: they forced him to go on this trip for sure. Completely. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so then we leave Vegas and we are at Bolt House, and Elodie is talking to a new Bolt House employee that we haven't seen before named Michelle. Michelle. Mm-hmm. Um, And Elodie lets Michelle know that she gave her notice, and today, in the context of the show, is her last day. Yeah. And she said she's kind of better off, after the whole Heidi thing, putting it all behind her.
0: Yeah, she and Michelle do a little light Heidi trash-talking, like, can you believe it? Like, They actually just say, quote, that whole Heidi
1: thing several times. But Elodie
0: also says, like, can you believe that? And she's like, no. Like, I mean, there's definitely... And like she a, says, uh, who does that? Yeah. Fair. Fair enough. Um, I did think it was weird, though, that Michelle... And does Kristen not work there anymore? Lesbian face.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know.
0: I mean, we haven't seen her in a while, and no. I feel like she should have been up in this whole, like, Elodie Heidi promotion thing, and she should definitely have opinions about it, and we haven't seen her at all. I don't know. Maybe I did notice
1: m- this new girl is prettier than Kristen, so maybe they just kind of, like, upgraded? I don't know.
0: Maybe. Um, I miss her, though. I liked her. I know. I I miss her lesbian face. I liked it.
1: And she gave Heidi some realness to her face, too. She did.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. Um, I think it's weird, though, that Michelle works at Bold House, is allegedly, I guess, friendly-ish with Elodie, and didn't know until the day before the end of her two weeks that she was leaving? That's a little weird.
1: Yeah. Well, and so then, we have Brent going into Heidi's office, and they're also, Michelle and Elodie were really pissed off that Heidi even has an office. <laughs> Which I thought was funny. Because um, I have a cubicle now and I feel like it makes me a lot less productive. Because I can't, there's no door to close. Like I watch everybody walk by, like, whatever. Um, so they're all pissed off. She has her own office. And then Brent goes into the office and says like, so is everything good for the Emmys tomorrow? Okay. Kind of an important question, kind of a really big deal as far as events go, like as award shows go. That's top three. Oh yeah, yeah, big deal. Um, and hi- I would say top two. Yeah, Emmys and Oscars. Oscars yeah,
0: I MS. don't really care about the Tonys.
1: Right, right.
0: So, Golden well, Globes, I guess.
1: Well, I was thinking top four because of an EGOT: Emmys, Grammys, Oscars, Tonys. Oh
0: yeah, I forget about yeah. I was I forgot about non television yeah i haven't
1: watched the grammy since i was in college so it doesn't
0: but huge deal
1: yeah huge huge deal yeah and heidi asks brent if she can get it covered
0: (laughs) um at this point she should have been fired immediately yeah and like god should fire her from life because you don't choose anything over going to the emmys unless it's going to an all-nude a-list hollywood celebrity party like what (laughs) the fuck like i i'm sorry I don't care if it was one of my parents' funerals. I would go to the Emmys instead. Like, (laughs) you get to hang out with celebrities. I mean, it is like a a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. And this dumb bitch is like, I'm going to go to Don Antonio's. Like, fuck off, Heidi. Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah.
1: And because we know there's a specific event and we know it's happening tomorrow, I took it upon myself to look up all the time errors in this episode. And? So, the... Gang is hanging out in Vegas for Brody's birthday, which is August 21st.
0: Oh, like a month before then, probably, right?
1: The Emmys in 2007 were September 16th, 2007. Yeah. So we're a little out of order, unless the gang went a few weeks late, but I highly doubt it because they all don't do anything else but party. It is accurate, however, to Heidi and Spencer's anniversary, I think. Okay. Okay. Because when you think about it, like yeah, that makes
0: sense. End of be, summer,
1: yeah. they probably flirted like in August, and then declared it a thing in
0: September. Um, Well, but continuity-wise, the storylines don't intersect. Yeah, I mean, yes, like we, I'm, I'm sure, watching are supposed to think this is all the same week, but like, nope. At least they're not intersecting with one another.
1: Yep, and I have a further clue later in the episode. <laughs> so then um actually the scene editing in this episode was great yeah like we weren't jumping all over the place and we weren't really confused we get a second scene at bolthouse back to back just in a different location which was like that was mind-blowing to me i did not expect that whatsoever. And Heidi goes to Elodie's desk and checks in about the event tomorrow. And I- oh, because
0: we did we say already that Brent said that she could miss it as long as she got someone to cover it. Right.
1: So now she's going to Elodie's desk to ask Elodie to cover for her.
0: And this had to be the producers, of right? Yes. Like, I mean, not even Heidi is dumb enough to be like, "I'm going go to go ask the girl whose job I stole if she'll cover for me for my anniversary." Yeah. No.
1: They also, there's no way. There's no job, yeah. There's no way that Bolthouse would have trusted Heidi to do anything for the Emmys. Emmys, yeah. Other than attend an after party if she was even allowed. Yeah. Anyway, so (laughs) my favorite part of this scene is that Heidi asks Elodie, so the red carpet for tomorrow, it's good? I would hope that you've made arrangements for the red carpet for whatever party you're throwing for the Emmys months ago. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. I would hope that the carpet men are there right now installing it for when it starts tomorrow. Yeah,
0: <laughs> like
1: uh, the Emmys happen once a year. I think you would. I know mean, when... the
0: only way that that would make any kind of sense if that was Elodie's job. You know what I mean? Like if Heidi was in charge of the event and Elodie's part of the event was the carpet. <laughs> El- like <laughs> she's director of carpet. <laughs> <laughs> I actually think that was Kristen.
1: Oh. <laughs> um. Yeah. So then. <laughs> Elodie, love. Oh, she's just toying with Heidi in a way that is fantastic. She says, cover for you? Sure. Anything for you. Ice cold.
0: I just wrote, in all caps, oh, the shade of it all. Yeah. It was beautiful and gorgeous.
1: Ice queen. She doesn't mention anything about the fact that it's her last day. Nothing. Just says, sure, anything for you. Love it.
0: And I thought it was interesting that, well, first of all, I mean, it's probably dumb that I'm even going to go down this road because Heidi's job is fake and none of this is real. But just, <laughs> no, but let's do it just anyway. for the sake of argument, of course, um, if you actually worked in a real office in a, in, a, in a company, say an event planning company, if your boss did happen to say, okay, you can miss this event as long as you get someone to cover for you. I'm sure you would then have to go to said boss and say, Okay, I talked to Elodie, and she's the one covering for me. At which point your boss would be like, P.S., she no longer works here as of today. So I don't think she's covering for you. I mean, this is just so silly. Yeah. Like, it's so silly. It's ridiculous. But I enjoyed Elodie's shade anyway. So then we are
1: back in Vegas.
0: Oh. Oh, my God. Oh, well. Wow. And I just thought of something. Okay, A really big continuity problem with this Emmy thing. Yes. Remind me to talk about it when we get to the anniversary dinner. I don't want to jump ahead, but I just, something came to me like a vision.
1: Okay. I'll try and remember. Okay. So then we're back in Vegas and we are in Lauren, Lowe, and Jilly's hotel room. Like they're not staying in the suite, I guess. Maybe they got their own room to get ready or avoid the boys. I don't know. Um, And so they're again dwelling on the fact that Justin...
0: Oh, actually, it's just Lauren and Lowe's room. That's what they say. Yeah, it just said Lauren and Lowe. Maybe Jilly has her own room. Maybe. But she didn't have a fourth
1: member, and there were two queen beds in there I saw.
0: I feel like she just... Maybe she got a room to herself. Maybe. I mean, they're MTV stars. Do you think they're going to make them sleep in the same bed?
1: I don't, I, I don't know. Yeah, That's I think she That's what the prob- nameplate said, but Jilly was definitely in there.
0: Well, actually, let's think about this. I bet what it was was that Lauren and Lowe were in one room. I bet Jilly and Audrina were in another room.
1: Yeah, or there was some other friend that we didn't really see. Because, you
0: know, Justin, Bobby, and Andrina were really sharing a room.
1: Yeah, who knows? Who knows? But Jillie's in there. That's why I said yeah. it was her room. Um, but anyway, so they're again dwelling on the fact that Justin, Bobby, is not talking to anybody. And Lauren actually says... Well, I don't blame him. I wasn't very nice to him.
0: Both Lo and Lauren express a lot of Justin Bobby regret. Yeah. And say, like, we weren't the nicest to him. And I feel like Lo, I just wrote Lo is awesome. She's just like, oh, we're going to make him like us. And yeah. Like, just make this a good trip. And yeah. we're going to buy him shots. And things are going to be good. So then Lauren,
1: or Lo rather, says, okay, first bet of the weekend, whoever can make Justin Bobby smile wins. First bet. I'm like, well, what are we betting? What do I win? But okay, I like it anyway. Um, so then the gang goes to dinner in Vegas at
0: nine steakhouse, which is in the Palm.
1: Yep. Um, so then they're all just kind of like hanging out and, um, having drinks and like toasting Brody on his birthday. And then he says something about how he's so excited to be surrounded by friends and then says something to the effect of, yeah, it's, you know, where Spencer and Heidi. So dumb. No one cares. No one was talking about them. It came out of nowhere Lauren looks like she wants to leave the table immediately like why are we talking about it so then someone asks kind of what's going on with him and Spencer and he says I texted Spencer on his birthday but that's about it
0: and he said his birthday is eight days before mine well earlier he said his birthday was eight days before his it
1: is one week before his I
0: looked at it up. Uh, well seven
1: Spencer's birthday is August 14th Brody's is August 21st
0: I guess Brody's bad at math
1: yeah um so then justin is still not talking to anyone he looks completely miserable and i don't know whether it's jilly or low who says justin we got you another shot like which is funny because i think they're trying to be nice and trying to get him to have fun but they are also making fun of the fact that he like blew the group shot earlier yeah (laughs) we got you another one in case you want to try again you dick um so then after dinner, Frankie is convincing Lauren that she kind of needs to hook up with Brody. And he's saying, you
0: guys are more than just um, friends. But where is this happening? It is happening at motherfucking Ghost Bar! Oh, sorry. That is important. Sorry. Um, Ghost Bar is amazing. I've, we just went over my Vegas experience. Okay. Don't make me read, well, For ahead. those of you who have not been... Um, first of all, you should immediately stop listening to this podcast, get a plane ticket, and go. Um, <laughs> Ghost Bar is the bar <laughs> at the top floor of the Palms Casino Hotel and Casino in the original tower. Now, Brody w- and everybody was actually saying in the Playboy Tower, which is the newer tower. The um, one with like, the, you can see the balconies like sticking out because some of them have pools? They both, the towers have that. But oh, the, it's, okay. it's, the original tower is like lighter in color and the Playboy Tower is black. And on the top of the Playboy Tower is the Playboy Club on the top of the original, is Ghost Bar. And the thing about Ghost Bar is, A, it's fucking amazing. It's actually pretty small. Like, I think it was hard to tell from this. But um, when you go out onto the patio, like, there's a whole big... Like, you look out over Vegas, the floor is lucite. So you can see all the way down, like, 50 floors or whatever. Oh, my God. Oh, Um Now, unfortunately, the last time I was there, which, granted, was a long time ago... I, hopefully they replaced it. it the Lucite was so, like, scratched up and, like, cloudy because it's old. You couldn't see it. That anything. you can kind of see. But, like, people get drunk and lay on it. <laughs> like, because it's just, it's not the whole floor. It's, like, a big square. Like, it's probably, I don't know, 10 by 10. Oh um, but people get drunk and just, like, lay face down. <laughs> but Ghost Bar is amazing. It was the shit at the time. It was where on the cast of, I think the cast of the real world Vegas, like, opened it. Oh, right. cause they lived in the palms.
1: That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So,
0: but like it was the shit.
1: Yeah. That makes sense. Um, so Frankie is kind of convincing Lauren that she and Brody are more than friends. And she said, we tried more than friends. It doesn't work for us. We were always fighting. And he said, yeah, but you were fighting about Heidi and Spencer and they're not a factor anymore. And Lauren, she kind of agrees with him. Like she's intrigued, but not, not really. She knows it's not a great idea. That's because she's not interested. Let's no, let be honest. Not but, at all. Yeah. Um, so then, there's a moment where you see Lauren and Brad, Brody standing next to each other, and Lauren says, "I just saw Lowe's Britney."
0: Well, because right before that, they show <laughs> Lowe, and she like falls back in a chair, and her legs are in the air, and her skirt goes up.
1: Wear underwear, ladies. Wear underwear. Mm. Girls don't.
0: This girl does. No, I mean like clubbing girls. They don't. You don't want panty lines.
1: No, no one wants panty lines, but invest in better underwear.
0: Okay. <laughs> I'm I'm, I'm a fan of no underwear, but.
1: <laughs> of course you are. You want to share a couch with someone who doesn't wear underwear in a sweaty club? Always. Okay. Yeah. All right. Great. Um, so then is the next morning. <laughs> so gross. Um, and Frankie
0: gives the same speech to Brody now and kind of says... You- oh, for, I, for real quick. I have a sidebar about the ghost bar conversation with Frankie and Lauren. And the vagina-covered couches. And the vagina-covered couches. <laughs> when Frankie gets drunk, he gets real Latin. Oh, yeah. Like, he was very accent-y. Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like in normal conversation, you don't notice his accent, but when he was drunk, it was very like, Joe Man, how you doing? (laughs) I do that. When I go
1: home to New Hampshire, which is not frequent enough, I never, I don't have a New Hampshire accent. I never did, but I feel
0: like if I start drinking in my home state, it'll come out. It's just like I get excited. Oh, yeah, I'm on it. Like, I mean, I I went to Hong Kong and got drunk and thought I could speak Chinese, so (laughs) I I feel it. I've heard you talk. Yeah, I feel it. (laughs) I've heard you tell those stories.
1: <laughs> we don't need to repeat them on this podcast. Mm-hmm. It's it's inappropriate. Yeah. Um, so anyway, it is the next morning and Frankie's giving the same speech to Brody he gave to Lauren about how they are more than friends. And again, Brody's also like not that interested. He he's just kind of like, Lauren's great, but it is what it is. And Frankie says, All I'm saying is that what could be better than my two best friends dating? And Taylor <laughs> and Taylor, my love of loves, says who me and Brody?
0: Which was amazing it was and great. really funny and on point.
1: Um, and a Taylor and Brody sandwich, yes.
0: Um, yeah. I mean, I'm not as into. I would rather see a Spencer and Brody sandwich, but oh
1: god, no comment.
0: I may have to start writing fan fiction about him.
1: <laughs>
0: Self-publish it. There you go. I could call it your boys.
1: Ooh.
0: Oh, good for you. That's you guys, that's trademarked. You can't. Yeah, take that trademark Ya boys. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: Frank, this is your calling. (laughs) Yeah. So then while the boys are discussing this up in the suite, the girls are down at the pool. Again, more actual continuity. Way to go, MTV. Well played. Um, So they're again dwelling on the fact that Justin doesn't like them. They've already admitted that he doesn't like them, and they understand why, but they just won't let it go and they keep talking about it.
0: I kind of get it, though, because actually I was on a Vegas trip with a bunch of friends, and my one friend's boyfriend... Um, was a nightmare on an electric shit show. Right. And we spent the entire trip, anytime they weren't around, like, talking about him.
1: Right. Well, and Justin is the Deb, right?
0: Yeah. He's just a total downer and he won't yeah. hang
1: out with anybody. That does suck. It's boring. Um. And so Jilly and Lo and Lauren agree, like, let's try another shot tonight. We'll just send him one
0: more. Yep. <laughs> and I thought it was very nice that, because um, Jilly is the girl's, bigger friend i mean she's not like fat but she's like a a little chunky um and i thought it was nice and i feel like this was planned by their part that they were all very covered up at the pool and i think that was out of deference to her because if they were like wearing bikinis it would look awkward if she wasn't like i thought it was nice
1: yeah they all had like
0: pool dresses on over because it is hot as fuck in august in vegas like you want to die like so they were very covered up for a vegas pool it
1: did look cloudy I will say that
0: I, it could be the middle of the night. It's still ten no, degrees. No,
1: I know. I, I mean, I agree. I think they were all appropriately kind of like hangover by the pool. Like I don't even, I'm too tired to take this pool dress off. Yeah, of. yeah. But I just thought it was nice. Agreed. Um, so then Lauren is whining about where are the boys? Oh, are they coming to the pool? They said they were. So then Lo and Julie say the same thing to Lauren that Frankie said to Lauren about, you know, you adore Brody. Lauren says, yeah, but in a friendly way. So then Low has a moment where she says, now that Jason is engaged, you should get on Brody. And they have a laugh and Lauren says, you guys are so lame. But that's not what Low really said because it was dubbed and I want to know what she really said. Yeah, because they were <laughs> cracking up. They were cracking up. Low said something foul and I want to know what it was, but we'll never know. Not unless they do another special, but no. they won't even disclose something that good, let's be honest.
0: <sighs> so then, you had a major freakout. I did, because of, of the, someone who's the been... the
1: Vegas montage. Yes,
0: because someone who's been to Vegas, I, like, 12 times, um, they, are, and this wouldn't matter to anyone in, unless you're a big Vegas person, but the way, the continuity of the scenes were a mess. So, they show the strip, and they show, well, first they show the palms, they're at the palms, great. And it makes it look like they leave the Palms, and then they're on the Strip, and they keep showing the Flamingo for some fucking reason, and the flamingo is gross, I don't know why they would show it to anybody. Then, they flash to the Rio, which makes no goddamn sense, because it's across from the Palms, and the Palms is not on the Strip. And then, they show Caesars, which is at the other end. Like, yeah. it was really annoying. I'm like, this is the dumbest thing ever, like, why didn't you just, like, film it in a row? It was stupid. It was Actually, making Actually, even no I, know. I know that. The it's, Strip is not, like, as big as you think it is. No, and it's annoying. And, like, if you think of Vegas, like, the Strip is the top part of a T like the palms is at the main part of the T like on the other end like it's not it's just it was annoying me yeah as a Vegas person it just annoyed me I
1: hear you um and they are on their
0: way to Club Pure which is at Caesars right uh yeah okay sorry I was (laughs) you have to walk right past serendipity to get to it
1: okay sorry (laughs) why don't you pipe down
0: okay although I don't think it's there anymore
1: I realize you work for the Nevada Tourism (laughs) Board, but why don't you just calm down? (laughs) So, my issue with them going to a club obviously, they've been going to clubs all weekend and it's not a big deal. Robbie's wearing like a not very cute, just like striped cotton t shirt. And I say that only because we griped about Lauren's Derek, New Jersey date, who wore a t shirt to Ledoux. And I realize that Brody and the gang go straight to the VIP area in the club, and it probably doesn't matter what he's wearing, a lot like what happened to Derek, but come on, Brody. Like, the girls are all wearing black dresses and heels, and we'll talk about Audrina's outfit in a minute, but they all look very pretty, and like, they're going out in Vegas. And even I wore a leather miniskirt in Vegas. I was not holding back. And Brody's wearing, like, a crappy t-shirt.
0: I will say, though, that I think one of the main perks of being a celebrity would being you able to, to dress like long. shit and go to fancy places where you normally couldn't. Like, that is my ultimate dream goal. I think that explains the success of the Juicy Couture Pantsuit. Oh, totally. Yeah. Completely. Yeah. Like, my favorite thing about going to the beach, one of them, is that I can go to really expensive fancy restaurants in a tank top and shorts. Yeah. And it's acceptable.
1: Yeah. So the I actually read something recently about how the uh, Juicy Couture tracksuit is coming back, and one I saw that too. And one of their examples was Britney Spears, and I wanted to comment. No, Britney Spears never took it off. Like (laughs) she's not one of the shining examples of its revival. She just never changed her clothes. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. So, um, they're in the nightclub in the VIP area, as we said, and they're all drinking champagne. Lauren takes the tiniest sips of champagne I've ever seen in my life. I hope that means she's already wasted,
0: but she basically like sips on it like a baby bird or a gerbil. But I wonder if it also means that she doesn't like champagne. Maybe. That's kind of what it looked like. Because a lot of people are like, oh, champagne, it's expensive, I should drink it. And then they're like, I don't know. Lauren's a vodka soda girl. I think for sure.
1: Or vodka Red Bull, sugar-free. Come on. Mm -hmm. (laughs) <laughs> that does flow through her veins. I think this
0: was pre-sugar-free. I don't think they made sugar-free yet back then.
1: In 2007? It was close.
0: Was it? I think so.
1: It doesn't matter. She's, it doesn't matter if it's sugar-free or
0: regular. She's oh, no. I am just. I was just trying to think because I, I knew that like, sugar-free was late to the game.
1: Yeah, I guess so. Because
0: a lot of people... That's one of the reasons that I was like, I'm not drinking Red Bull. And now I just don't because <laughs> it's disgusting.
1: <laughs> so, um... As I said, Lauren and Lo, and I think Jilly too, are all wearing just like black dresses or dark colored dresses. But they're all very, they look very cute. And then Audrina is wearing what I would call an animal print nightmare. Yeah. (laughs) It is a silk or satin just below the knee in length, but like slinky. um, Kind of like a slip. It is like every animal print under the sun in one dress. Um, It's like leopard Zebra, tiger, gold, brown, black, spots of white. Like, it's just a... There's something for everybody who loves animal print in this this dress.
0: Yeah. Um, She for sure... Actually, you know where she probably bought it? The Rainforest Cafe gift shop at the MGM Grand. (laughs) I bet she did.
1: It is some jungle love. It is... It's real.
0: The first time I ever went to Vegas, we stayed at the MGM Grand. I was with my best friend and her parents and her mother... Um, was completely enamored with a leopard print jacket at the Rainforest Cafe <laughs> gift shop. So I, I would not be surprised if that's where Ardrina picked it up.
1: No, me either. Um, and then we see Lo make out with Frankie. Yeah,
0: there's some like tongue down action. And, and no one's surprised. We never get tongue on this show.
1: No. Ever. Never. Ever. Everyone always does that too much lip gloss, lips only type kiss. And Lo and Frankie go for it. I think I looked it up once. I think they did date. They did. Very, very briefly. I think they just had a thing. You know, they like hooked up for a month. Yeah, that makes sense. Because I think it may be mentioned in a later episode. But we'll have we'll have to see. Um, and then... So Lauren and Brody kind of sit back and they're like, oh, hey. And Brody says, where's my birthday kiss? And Lauren says, you want a birthday kiss? And he says, of course I do. And they have another kind of... It's not as bad as when they kissed on his balcony at the
0: condo, but it is a kind of
1: tightly closed
0: lipped. It was a friend kiss. It was I a mean, friend I mean, like, kiss. I've kissed my friends like that. Like, it yeah. was just a silly, like... It's a friend kiss. And back to the camera so you couldn't really see. Yeah. Like, they, I mean... Was...
1: And then Brody's kind of like, yeah. I'm like, that did nothing for you, but yeah. okay. All
0: right. <laughs>
1: so then we cut to Don Antonio's back oh. in LA. Um... Do you want to set the, tell people about the ambiance at, at Don Antonio's this evening? Yes.
0: So they arrive <laughs> to Don Antonio's and they come around the corner to where their table is. There is literally not another soul in this part of the restaurant and their table is covered in rose petals and candles. Yeah.
1: And that's their special table because it's completely out of view of every single customer.
0: Yeah. Now, this That's is... That's like the back room at a Mexican restaurant that never gets used. Now, this is my sidebar about the thing that I thought of earlier. Okay. And how I'm going to blow this the fuck out of the water. Okay. Their anniversary dinner, it was dark outside when they arrived. Yeah. This is in September. Yep. Yeah. Okay, that means it has to be, what, 7, 7.30? Yep. Yeah. The Emmys start at 5. And the red carpet starts... Like, noon. Yeah. <laughs> so, you yeah. know what? Liar, liar, motherfucking pants on fire. Like, bull shit. Of course. Of course. Duh. I mean, but that is such an egregious error.
1: Well, and they also leave us hanging. This is not, this is just them sitting down to dinner. So, Heidi is very excited by the rose petals and candles and says, what a great fiance you are. And Spencer says, so what's going on tonight with the event? And Heidi just says, Elodie's covering for me. And then we go back to Vegas. Yeah. Um, I loved the scene back in the suite in Vegas because Lauren is wasted. Wasted.
0: White girl wasted.
1: Yeah. So maybe she does like champagne. It just took a minute to get it down. I don't know. Um, and they're sitting on this rotating bed, but a blanket or something must have gotten stuck in it because you see <laughs> Lauren crawling on the floor and then all of a sudden the bed starts rotating again and she like drunkenly raises her arms only halfway because she's drunk and God forbid putting them over her head and she goes what
0: <laughs> um and I wrote rotating bed plus trunk equals vomit yeah right like because low was laying on it oh. on her back and like had a glass with brown alcohol like bourbon or some whiskey like um not in the rocks like straight up just like and I was like oh you're gonna get sick
1: I get the spins enough I do not need a rotating bed to help me along no um and Frankie <laughs> Looks like he just finished filming a scene in a porno. Yeah, He's like kind of greased up. Again, he's rocking his accent and he just has a towel on from the waist down.
0: And I will say kudos to Frankie for appearing on television half naked. Or maybe this was just 10 years ago and things have changed so much, but it's not like he has a bad body.
1: But he doesn't have a good one. No. No.
0: I mean, he's not fat or anything, but he has like no muscle tone. He's just like an average, normal, like I've never seen the inside of a gym guy, which you would never see that on TV now. No. Never. Nope. Um, so then again, everybody is saying, where's Justin Bobby? Because ha- weirdly enough, Audrina is there.
1: Yeah. Well, and we, I think we can figure out that Justin's out with his real friends. Yeah, I guess. Um, <laughs> and then they say like, Audrina, what's up with him? He hates us. He hates us. And <laughs> Audrina says, it's not his job to open up to anybody but me. <laughs> Low stealing my heart says I don't care if he opens up but he could at least say hi
0: <laughs> true well it totally is true, true and that's why all of this is just silly and stupid because you know if you're a boy if he was her boyfriend which he's not and he really hated all our friends don't go on this trip let Audrina go by herself like yeah. it's and if you are gonna come like at least make an effort to be so like it's just stupid Hashtag contractual obligation. Yeah.
1: So in the midst of this conversation, Lauren just gets off the rotating bed and walks away because she just DGF. Yeah, she doesn't care. Um, and so Audrina says, I know you guys don't like Justin. I know you don't
0: like him. I'm done. And you know what that means, guys. It means... We said we were going to do a shot every time Audrina says she's done. So here we go. And I'm not going to pull a Justin Bobby and do it before you, so... <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> Bottoms <All right>. up. <laughs>
1: Oh, that is kind of tasty it is
0: good yeah oh. it's a Patron Incendio for all of you listening it's a chili chocolate liqueur no kidding all it's right. better when it's icy cold it's been sitting out now <laughs> yeah, it's, been,
1: it's been sitting out for 42 minutes and 58 <laughs> seconds um so then uh Audrina leaves
0: well and it's so stupid too because she also says like oh she's mad she's mad she left about Lauren she wasn't mad she was just like ugh I can't listen to this anymore yeah, like that wasn't mad, that. that was exasperated, and even she's sick of talking about this, yeah, that's what I mean, like,
1: yeah, I don't know,
0: um, so yeah, Adrina like leaves, yeah, and that's the
1: end of the scene there, yeah, um, and we are back at Don Antonio's, uh-huh, and their table is covered in stuff, and I'm guessing it's just the candles and rose petals, because all I can see is a basket of chips, and they're still reading their menus, and Spencer says, I can't wait to order all this stuff, yeah. So, our theory about them ordering like the entire menu when they go to dinner. They really do. They really do, yeah. Um, So, Heidi's phone rings, and Spencer says, I say it is rude to answer the phone during anniversary dinner. He's right, it is rude. Um, And it is Michelle calling, and she lets Heidi know that Elodie is not there. Things are a mess down there. And Heidi says, What do you mean Elodie's not there? And Michelle says, Elodie quit. Yesterday was her last day. So then Heidi kind of misinterprets that and says, wait, Elodie quit yesterday? No, she's no, she's just gone. She's gone. <laughs> <laughs> Remove that from her equation. And Heidi has to go. She's like, Spencer, I love you. I have to leave. And Spencer just says, No, you don't.
0: And she rightfully says, like, this is the promotion you wanted me to take. I Absolutely. did what you wanted. I have to step up to the plate. And he just pulls his full-on American Psycho face.
1: Yeah. And how many more opportunities do you have to sit with Heidi at Don Antonio's? A million. A million.
0: And I, I do think that a part of the reason that he always looks like a seething cauldron of rage is that that's an easy emotion to fake. True. And because this is fake, I, obviously he's not a good enough actor to really be like, oh, I don't really want you to go... Like, I think, like... Anger, anger is easy to fake. So right. I think that's why, that's his go-to.
1: Yeah, um, and and maybe he's just
0: hungry and he wants to get on with actually
1: eating. Like he wants, yeah. to, he wants to be
0: done filming. <laughs> well, let's be honest. They walked out of the restaurant, filmed them walking out, walked right back in and, and ate And got dinner. fajitas. Yeah. yeah. He's just ready to move on.
1: Um, so then we get our final scene in Las Vegas at the suite. Lauren and Brody are sitting outside on some really comfortable looking porch furniture. Yeah. Yeah. Um... And they're talking about Justin and Audrina because Lauren says Audrina left and she's really upset. Um, and Brody says, Justin doesn't have a problem with anybody. He has a little problem with Low, but nobody else. And Lauren says, that's really stupid. Lauren has a point. Brody has a point. But <laughs> Brody is playing the part of Switzerland this evening. He's like, you have a point. Justin has a point. I see everybody's point. I just want everybody to get along. It's like, okay, just relax. Not everyone's getting along, clearly. Justin's not even here. He hates everyone. Um, So then Lauren says, let's stop arguing. He says, we're not arguing. We are 100% arguing. And he just says, well, let's stop
0: then. Um, My only notes on any of this, because I thought it was boring and dumb, um, were that Brody was wearing Hanes socks, which makes him a man of the people. Yep. Um, And that he says to her, let's (laughs) take a nap. And I said, it's like 4 a.m. Yeah. What the fuck, a nap?
1: Well, and Lauren says, I don't want to sleep outside. Fair enough. But I would snuggle with Brody on porch furniture and fall asleep.
0: It's probably real hot.
1: It probably is. Yeah. But they're, it's not so hot that they're not enjoying sitting outside.
0: Well, um, here's a little something for you to think about. It <laughs> is super hot. That piece of furniture was near the pool and they were in the Playboy suite. So the amount of pantyless vagina sweat on oh. that couch is probably innumerable.
1: Yeah, then I wouldn't sleep there. Yeah, I don't think
0: you would. Nope. (laughs) I sure wouldn't.
1: Um, And then they have
0: another kiss. Yeah, but another peck. It's like a meh.
1: Yeah, it's still better than their original porch condo kiss again, but it is closed mouth, not exciting.
0: They don't look like they enjoy it. It's friends. Um, And that's it. Yeah, that's totally it. And um, I am not going to do scenes from the next (gasps) because they do scenes from the upcoming season and you already get mad at me when I give things away, and I feel like too much stuff will, will be given away. So we'll we'll take that up next time.
1: It's because I really think that people don't know, and I want to keep it a surprise. <laughs> then we should never
0: do scenes from the next. I
1: know. But I don't know. I, I like the element of surprise. It's also because I have one loyal friend who listens, and she's never seen an episode of The Hills ever, so I'm thinking of
0: her every time we give it away. But Well, but how is... Here's a, a, a question. How is us giving it away by saying scenes from the next any different than someone who was watching it seeing scenes from the next
1: it's not but i also know that my friend who hasn't seen it is not watching along
0: whatsoever she has no interest no no but i'm saying if you're only following the plot line by listening to the podcast then like us doing scenes from the next is no different than if you were watching it
1: i agree i'm just i like the element of surprise for absolutely no reason and we spoil spoil things on this show every five minutes so it doesn't matter
0: well yes but i've chosen to abstain this week
1: Good for you. I'm proud of you. <laughs> You'll be mad at me for it next episode, but I'm proud of you for now. All right. So that's um, it. That's
0: it. And we'll see you guys next week.
1: <sighs> and that's our episode. And you can find the podcast
0: on social media, Instagram and Twitter, at FranklyMareB. And if you have any comments or questions, you can email us at B at gmail.com. You can find me personally on Instagram and Twitter, at Nana's Mink. And you
1: can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Hey It's Mare B. Thank you all for listening. We appreciate
0: it. We'd love it if you could go to iTunes and give us a star rating and review and please subscribe. Until next time.